Welcome to the Money BS Podcast, where I'm on a mission to get rid of the unhelpful thoughts we've been taught about money. I'm your host, Master Certified Mindset Coach, Belinda Smith. I help my clients make their first dollar and their first million dollars. Y'all ready? Let's do it. Hello, everyone. How's it going? I hope that you've been tuning in. I'm going to tell you what, the last couple of weeks we had Elaine Bailey Anderson on, and I'm just still kind of going through that whole Enneagram process. And I did it, uh, I took a test and I felt like I was doing it in a real hurry. So I took the test again this morning. And I'm not going to lie, I'm a little bit offended. <laughs> it's so hard to have like your truth um, and some of the truth that you don't like reflected back to you. So I'm just going to say um, it's a really great tool um, and I'm a little annoyed with it. <laughs> but anyway, if you missed that one, if you missed the last two episodes, I need you to go back and check it out because they're, they're pretty cool. What she's doing in that work is amazing. Today, however, I want you to know that I am... Um, I'm in a really annoyed place, not just over the Enneagram, because that's what it is. But um, if I told you this, it's been like five weeks ago, five weeks ago today, I believe, I jammed my leg into the ground and I tore my uh, tore my meniscus and my ACL. Because you know what? Why, why do one when you can do both, right? So um, the, the, on the good side of this, it's a most, mostly an athletic injury. So I can really make up any athletic thing that I would never possibly do and blame it on that. But between you and I, I literally like was walking down. I thought there was a step and there wasn't. So, but anyway, we're telling people I, I'm this week, uh, it was a skiing accident in the Alps and really was a slalom type thing that I just sort of um, totally screwed up and missed. Yes. Uh, surgery is on Monday and today is Thursday. So, um, yeah, really happy about getting to start this entire crutches and brace process all over again in physical therapy. Anyway, that sounded a little pessimistic and a little sarcastic. So it is going to be fine, but I am being a little sarcastic. So with that being said, the sarcasm and <clears throat> just kind of having to start things all over again, it's given me a little bit of time to reflect on, or maybe a lot of time to reflect on, like even in this, um, my injury, what would I have done differently if I could have avoided it? Well, obviously I would have looked down and made sure there was a step before I just kept going, right? Now, if you look at that too, a lot of people ask me how my uh, my work with Unhook Life began and how it started. And I think I've probably talked about that before on the podcast. But what I do want to talk about now is what um, present Belinda would have told starting Belinda. Okay. So the, the present experienced Belinda would have told like the newbie Belinda these things. And so I don't know, sometimes I think it's just helpful when we share our stuff, we'll share our stuff. So, you know, back when, in the, when it's all started, I was really thinking that, you know, I was trying to get out of a job that I didn't love <clears throat> at all. Um, and then I was just trying to figure out like, how could I get paid to do something I love? How can I just not, how can it not feel like work? That's kind of the whole thing. And so I landed in this place on the internet, sort of that fell within the self-help self help industry. And I also had this real, I have the real cynical side of myself. So 
I can, but I can be, I can totally be interested or up for emotional marketing. So that's why I don't watch the home shopping network. Uh, <laughs> I started looking around at people on the internet and of course, you know, everything on the internet's true, but I started to kind of, kind of think, oh, I should learn how to do that. Or I could learn how to do that. I could learn how to do this, blah, blah, blah. And so what, what I learned, um, a, a smidge too late is there is literally a class for anything. And you kind of decide, like you'll sign up for a course and there'll be like a module and you'll go through the module and then you'll go to the next module and blah, blah, blah. And by the end, you're supposed to know what you're doing. And what would happen is I would start the module. I would buy the thing, I would buy the program, I would start the module. And then I would see another one. I needed to go, oh wait, I need to go by that course. It might be more interesting. And then I would start the module and I would start and then I would see another one. So it was like, I was always chasing the next bit of glitter. And I can tell you that if I just would have known what I know now, I would have never done any of that. I would have um, all that money back. <laughs> Here's the thing. I never finished. I never finished a single one, not one. Uh-huh. So allow me to give you the five pieces of advice that current Belinda would tell you if you were brand new. Okay. So the first thing I would say is stay in your lane. Number one, stay in your lane. Um, you are smart. You're capable. You are motivated. You can do whatever you want. I know that I was too. I can do anything I want. I can figure out how to do it and I can do it, which means I am going to like write the pod or write my um, copy, which we call it, you know, the blog, blog posts or whatever I put out on the internet. I'm going to write that. I'm going to do the graphic. I'm going to um, schedule all the postings, uh, which I you know rotate through to some different things. And I'm going to do Facebook. I'm going to do Instagram. I'm going to do lives. And I am all, and I'm also doing, um, of course, coaching <laughs> the actual work that I really want to do. Right. I had no idea how much brain power it would take to do all of that. And so at the beginning, I really did. I was like, I am, I'm intelligent. I'm smart. I don't need all this. I can just do it. What I would tell the original newbie Belinda, you know what, figure out what you do well, pay someone else to do the rest. You would be, I would have been 30 miles further down the road if I just would have trusted and believed myself in that. No matter what you think you can do and you think you can t- you all do it all yourself, uh, you don't want to pay for a great virtual assistant, uh, you're wrong. You're just wrong. I'm sorry. Just shut up and do it. <laughs> You'll thank me later. Okay. Number one, stay in your lane. Number two, trust what you know and know what you don't. When you get to this point, um, when you get to a point in your business, you're going to realize, and it was kind of like what I was saying a minute ago, there is someone who is an expert in absolutely everything absolutely everything. And you're going to really, really start to go, oh my gosh, am I doing it wrong? Am I doing this wrong? Uh, What are they going to say? What? Oh my gosh. And so here's one thing that I did, and I'm going to give you a great example of this. I, before I got into a lot of things, I had already built out and sold a $10,000 course. I mean, I've made $10,000 off of it. I should say I didn't charge 10,000 for that $10,000 on a course. I put it together. I figured it out as I went and I had made that much on it. Then 
I'm looking on the internet. I'm like, okay, here's something else. Here's, here's another emotional thing of marketing. And this person is telling me how they're an expert in how to build online courses. So instead of trusting the fact that I'd already made $10,000 on an online course that I was part of, I was like, oh my gosh, I should say, pay someone else to tell me how to do it. Here, here's the thing. I already did it. It doesn't matter what anyone else says. They can say this, that, or the other. I already did it. So why on earth would I pay somebody to do what I already did, right? To show me what I already did. But there are things that I know and that you specifically know how to do for you, how to do for you and what works for you. It may not look like somebody else's but it's how it looks for you. And if you heard me say it once, you'll hear me a thousand times. Your you, Y-U-ness, is what makes you you. It's the whole entire point, right? Do what you know, trust what you know, and then know what you don't. So if I decided to run Facebook ads, it's complicated. Um, it's It just requires a lot of um, analytics, statistics, based on what I've learned. You know what? I don't need to learn how to do that. I'm going to hire it out. I'm going to have a baseline knowledge of what's going on. So I'm not getting you know cheated or dipped, but I definitely am going to pay someone else to do it. By the time I try to figure it out and I test and tweak and test and tweak, we could already have it figured out and be straight to the test tweak part. Okay, done. You have no idea what you're doing sometimes. And there are awesome people who love to do the stuff. Okay. So the stuff you love to do is ultimately what you want to keep. The stuff that you're just not your thing, you want to give it to somebody whose thing it is. There are people who love dealing with Facebook ads. There are people who love spreadsheets. And oh my gosh, that's just so not me. If you give me a spreadsheet, like I'll do it, but I will resent you the entire time. Okay. That's one thing I would have told myself way early. Now, the next thing I want to say is I call it number three, great copy is great. So when we're referring to copy, we're talking about like all the words on a sales page. And if you've ever um, kind of gotten into a lot of sales pages and you really um, you know, zoom out and start to look at what they all do, number one, they tell you um, what you need. They, they tell you what you need. They get emotional. Then they offer, they say apply now or buy now. Then they go ahead and tell you more about what you need. Buy now, buy now. Then they go on and tell you maybe what you need or, or why you think you need it. Buy now, buy now. Then you get testimonials. Buy now, buy now. You see how how they're doing? Like it's all parts and parts and pieces, and you have like four or five opportunities to go ahead and press that go button. I didn't know about that. I was just like, now I can look at it um, intellectually and go, oh, of course this is what they're doing. But back when I started, I had no idea. So what happened is I would get sold by via a sales sheet. Okay. Great copy is great. Remember that. But before you purchase something from someone, you do not just buy off of a landing page. We call it when you go there, it's like, it's that page that I just described. Okay. That's what they call a landing page. Do not buy from that because you can, people can hire out copywriters Obviously, we hire them out if we can't do it. And you will all of a sudden think just because someone has a great copy that you should buy it, right? On the flip side, if you would have spent some time following these people around, getting into their groups, noticing them on Instagram, watching what they tweet, you're going to figure out real quickly that some of these people are just smoking, smoking mirrors. That's it. Sometimes it's just a whole lot of words, a whole lot of hype and nothing of substance. So before you do that, before you put your, you know, put your credit card down or your debit card down, follow. 
I call it internet stalking. Please don't go in, in, per, in person. That'd be creepy. Uh, but internet stalk them. Find out where they're hanging out. Find out who else is talking to them. You want to know about the whole circle. You don't want someone who's just what, what we would call hangers on, right? I need somebody for me personally who is going to interact, who's going to figure out kind of who I am and be interested in people. I have no interest in working with or buying from somebody who has literally no intention of ever learning my name, learning anything about me, and you know, just making me one of thousands. Just not interested in that. And we're in a, a situation, a, even an economy today, and with um, social media, and that we don't have to be. We get to choose. We can choose intimate things, or we can just choose to be one of one of the crowd. But what I definitely want you to do, regardless of what your choice is, oh my gosh, follow the person around and see who they're interacting with and see um, the people that are following them. Check them out. Okay. Number four, hire a coach. I know you're like, Belinda, you are a coach. I know, but you need a coach. (laughs) I have a coach. I cannot stress to you how much money I would have saved if I just would have said, you know what? I'm going to stop looking at the $200, $300 opportunities, and I'm going to go all in with a $6,000 coach or a $7,000 coach. 100%. I would be, I would, I mean, my goodness, I've paid for my coach a hundred times. I've, I've been with my coach for a while, but I just did not know her at the beginning. But Oh my gosh, skip the, here's five steps to become rich. Here's, you look, like, look at the magazines that we see when we're checking out the grocery store, checking out at the grocery store. We don't see like on the front of a magazine, here are 18 labored, miserable steps to losing weight and to getting your six pack abs. We never see that. We don't see, here's the, here's a plan for you to have the body you want in two years. It's always like six steps to the perfect abs, you know, 12 steps to declutter your life. It's, it's always a really quick, really succinct. Okay. Skip those, skip those, go with something meaningful. Okay. Even if you think again, I'm smart, I'm confident, I can figure everything out. I think you're correct. I do (laughs) because I'm too smart, confident, I can figure everything out. However, when it comes to one-on-one teacher and to implementation, which is a big thing for us, implementation is a million times easier when you understand that your thoughts undermine your actions. I say this all the time, but you cannot see what's at the end of your nose, but a good coach can. You need someone who will tell you when to wipe your nose. (laughs) That's what my coach does. Lacey totally helps me wipe my nose when I need to. Isn't that elegant? She'd be like, Belinda, that's so gross. But anyway, hire a coach. That's number four. I am a coach because I know how important it is, how it changed my entire life, how I've got been able to do what I've been able to do, how I get to be colleagues with women all over who are extraordinary and literally changing lives in their areas. Which leads me to number five, cultivate relationships with women, women who inspire you. <sighs> cultivate those relationships with women who inspire you. Listen, I know everybody wants to you know, work online and be location independent and not have to go into an office and, you know, I'll do what I want. I'll work from home, blah, blah. But I'm going to tell you firsthand, it gets lonely. 
So what I didn't think about when I started working for myself, um, I said I was going to be here in my office and I wasn't going to be going into an office where in the break room, people were just chatting about stuff, chatting about sports, chatting about the latest thing in the news, whatever. I don't have any of that. I don't have any small talk, water cooler talk. I don't have it. It gets lonely. Most of my best friends here in Nashville kind of have no idea what I do. (laughs) I mean, they know I write songs. Um, They know that I've done disability advocacy. They're not 100% sure what that totally is. And this, they're like, I don't know, maybe maybe she's doing something, but she's home a lot. Looks like she doesn't do any work. I don't know how she's paying her mortgage, right? They will think you've grown like a second head. They'll be, oh my gosh. And here's my thing. You're going to need to vent to someone who really understands. So not only do I have my coach, I have cultivated relationships with other women online whose stuff I like. It's so fun when the internet comes to life. It's just so much fun where I'm like, okay, we're going to go to this conference or I'm going to go to this retreat. And I know all these people and I know them, I know them, everyone is on as an online person. And then, and then it's like they walk out of my computer screen and they're even more real, but I already know them because we've had actual relationships and good conversations online. When I say this though, I want you to hear me when I say cultivate, cultivate relationships. Okay. You cultivate the relationships. I should say with men who inspire women or men who inspire you. That was, that was very female centric y'all. Cultivating relationships does not mean I'm going to be friends with you so I can get so so I can get something from you. Relationships are so much a part of what we do. They're just we need relationships. I think you know everyone at least here in Nashville we call it the Nashville handshake. When I'm looking, I'm shaking your hand, so or yeah, I'm shaking your hand, you're shaking mine, and instead of looking me in the eye, you're looking over my shoulder to see who else in the room could get you somewhere, who else is more important. Uh, I notice those things. I know my, my friends do too. Cultivate relationships. When I start to cultivate a relationship, usually it's either we've come together because like of our coaches the same, or we're all in a, in a certain mastermind, or we're getting a certain certification, or Bottom line, I just like how someone shows up online. They crack me up or they're interesting or um, it's like, hey, I just want to know more about you. And then before you know, I have this new person. I'm giving out referrals to people. I don't do this thing, but you know, I, I know someone who does and we're sending that all around. No one, I don't get to know any, anybody at all so that they would recommend me. I just want to know them so I'm not lonely. <laughs> These people will get you through the tough times. So do not use them. Do not that creepy. It's not, I, a lot of people have a word or or a a connotation around the word networking. Um, I don't mind networking, except I feel like networking is a very different thing than cultivating a relationship. Invest in people, invest in people. It will always come back um, in good. Yes. Sorry. I'm going to re just read what am I doing? Re reviewing y'all reviewing the five things that I just told you. This is what I would have told, um, new me when I was starting my, my work. Number one, stay in my lane. Number two, trust what I know and know what I don't. Number three, great copy is just great copy. Number four, hire a coach. Number five, cultivate relationships with people who inspire you. Remember, don't use people. We're not using them. We're not networking for them. We are cultivating real relationships. Okay. 
I hope this was interesting. Thank you guys so much for hanging out. I'm sure by the time you hear this, I will have already had my ACL surgery and I might be in a, well, probably not, maybe, be close. I may be in a better mood or, well, it's fine. It's fine. All is well. I'm grateful for science and grateful to live in a town where I can have um, extraordinary doctors, right? All right, beautifuls. I will see you next time. Hey, thanks again for listening to today's podcast. I'd love it if you'd invite your friends to listen in. Remember, it's not about the money. It's about the mindset. If you could use some personalized support around this area of your life, I do have some limited number of openings, and I'd love to talk to you and see if we're a fit. The link to book a chat is in the show notes. Also, please go to iTunes and leave me a five-star review. Y'all know that every star counts. All right, I'll see you next time.